Hello everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, today I'm in a much better mood. Just last week episode, I was dragged out. <sighs> but today I'm doing better. And each day I will get better. And as being a business owner, you know, you have your highs, your lows, and it's like a roller coaster. You go up and you come down, but you spin back around, but you still come to your final destination. And today I had a photo shoot. Um, you probably see the photos out by the time this episode airs. Um, you probably see me in my photo shoot. Oh my gosh, I look so good. But that's also up to your discretion. Click like, click share, follow, come back again, rewind, look at it. You know, follow, tell a friend, tell your partners, tell your parents, tell your cousins, nephews, sisters. Even if your dogs have a page, let them follow. Subscribe, comment, leave a comment below. You know, looking for you guys to, you know, keep me going. I want to make sure that I'm reaching a good audience. And I mean, of course, if I have one person, I always say that is a great audience. And want to make sure that I'm getting to someone. And, um, you know, I want to give this, put this content out there and give back. Um, and just mainly just have casual business conversations. It's not about drama. It's about business and it's about motivation and it's about the struggles that, you know, the day to day that an entrepreneur experiences and with the highs and lows. And, you know, this is information for you guys, um, to help as I always tell, but I just want to make sure. And I always give this same speech in the beginning because I may have someone that just joined and fo followed. So I want to make sure they understand why I'm doing this and I won't leave them out. But I will get me some cool, funky intros. And also, by the time this airs, we will have the uh, giveaway going on. I have the paper here today to give this, this stuff um, what we're giving away. 25% podcast. 20 spelled out. Number five podcast. Percent podcast, rather. Yes, you will hear the mistakes. But I have someone interesting. Of course, I have not met her. Um, I don't do no engagement. I'm going to keep that process going. But I want, without further ado, I'm going to let her introduce herself to you all and tell you all how y'all can follow her. Awesome. Thank you for having me, first off. You're um, welcome. Thank you. My name is Miriam Frost. I am the owner, founder of a yoga studio called Stellar mm. Power Yoga here in mm. Finings, Georgia. Um, I'm happy to be here. Um, been entrepreneur since 2017 after retiring from corporate and yeah, I would. Uh, I'm delighted to um, ask, que um, answer questions, and talk about my journey so that it can help someone who is either interested in being an entrepreneur or who's already an entrepreneur, and they're trying to figure out how to keep themselves motivated to continue on this journey. And that's the thing, and that's a good thing, and that's all why I started it because people that haven't became, uh, become, um, you know, haven't started their you know, want to start their journey, don't have the confidence. And some of them do have the confidence. Mm -hmm. And some of them overthinks and thinks that it requires so much. So what got you started? Well, um, originally, um, years ago, when I was in corporate America, and I taught classes. And I was into fitness, so I always kind of had a little side hustle teaching classes in different gyms. And, uh, you know, long story short, I ran up on a situation where I needed to go and find um, various um, extra different type of classes to bring to the gym. I was, I was managing uh, Ballet's Total Fitness when they um, were existing. And I just wanted to kind of bring something different to the, uh, to the gym. And I went to a place, and then it was hot yoga. It was something that I hadn't been used to before. Um, so I landed on a hot yoga class, uh, and I, I loved it. The challenge, 
you know, kept me coming back. But what really kept me truly involved in it was I realized that it was a platform that I can utilize to help people um, because in a kickboxing classes, but so much time you can motivate, motivate, and everybody kind of, you know, goes their own way. Same thing with cycle class, but yoga is a little different. Yoga, you can actually inject your spirit into every class by using empowering words, by using motivational words. Um, we do something in our studio um, that I re re recently um, realized that we had already been doing, but I couldn't really put it in words. We call it gracious space. Mm. Um, and so basically what that looks like um, is four pillars. So the first pillar is create a welcoming environment. So when people walk in, they see incense, they, they, you know, they, they smell incense, they see verbiage on the wall, confidence, uh, strength, courage. So they see the aesthetics, they hear the soft music playing. So that invites, um, that invites in people to come, it welcomes them in. Um, and the second pillar is inviting in the stranger. So when they come in, everyone's welcome. So nobody just walks in and they're not paid attention to. We know immediately if you're brand new, um, and you haven't, or you've never been into the studio. So we welcome you in um, that way, inviting the stranger. So the environment is the first one. Inviting in the strangers, how we treat you, to let you know that you are valuable. We hold space for you. We look at you, and we tell you, you know, hey, the bathroom's here. There's the cubbies, and this is where you can get started on your mat. The fourth, the third pillar is um, we inject the spirit. That's where the peace comes in, where we're actually in class. Like I may do a pose that's a warrior pose. And we may say, you know, something like, you're powerful. Drop into the pose even deeper. Find more space. See how much you can grow further into the pose. Where do you have more space to grow? Things like that to really get people to feeling their power within. And then the last pillar is what we um, is able to create after we use those three pillars, which is um, an opportunity um, the member or the, the participant has an opportunity now where they're open to learn in public, which is a very difficult thing. So without the first three pillars, the environment, um, welcoming them in, injecting our spirit so that they can feel comfortable, now they have the ability to actually feel like they're comfortable enough to learn in public, and from there they grow. So to answer your question, how to get started, this is something that I couldn't do in the gym didn't have enough time. So when I ran into a yoga studio and I saw, wow, wait a minute, this is the perfect platform to do what I was missing in a regular fitness class. Mm, that's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. And thank you for, um, you know, identifying the pillars for mm -hmm. us. And I really appreciate that. So, you know, okay. let's go. Okay. Uh, what are some things? So you own your, your studio by yourself or you? Solely. Solely. Yep. And where is you located? Right in Vinings. I'm between Paces Ferry and Cobb Parkway. It's literally, literally 15 minutes from here, 10 minutes from here, actually. Mm. I like Vinings. Yes, yeah, nice. Vinings mm -hmm. is a good area. And I mean, you have to have a little coin to be in Vinings. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You have to have a little <laughs> coin. So you got a nice, so guys, that area is bougie. Um, it's a little upscale. So you're not in a, um, I don't want to say what in a hood or anything, but I mean, yeah. you're in a nice area. So that means I'm more than sure the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Um when you get there, will be like, ha-ha. So I did hot yoga years ago, mm -hmm. and I did it one time, 6 o'clock in the morning, and it was like, oh, my gosh. And it wasn't that hot, but I couldn't get in positions that they was telling me to get into. Right. And I was much younger. Yes, yes. But I'm coming. 
to your studio. Yes, I hope you do. I want I want to get in a position that I yeah. can't get in that I normally used to couldn't get in. So how do we start when I come? Like if I wanted to come, mm-hmm. do I have to contact you all and make an appointment or what? You know you what can. is the? I mean, you can reach out to us um, via phone or email. Um, if you're new, people typically will say, hey, this is my first time or I haven't done yoga in a long time. How do I start? So what we do is we set you up in a class that's like um, a deep stretch class. For and I'm not going to say beginner because even an advanced practitioner will need a deep stretch class. So we give you, we have several different classes and we kind of build you up. Yoga is called a practice because you have to practice to get better at it physically and the major element of yoga is not the physical, actually. That's just one part of it. It's the, um, the, the spiritual, the mental, the emotional um, aspect of yoga that really makes people feel good. Um, so I would you know, tell you, hey, come to deep stretch class first. Start out with that. And then I would move you into what we call sequence flow and restore, which is a little bit more poses, starting to get used to your body's getting used to it. And then we would add you to more power classes once you feel up to it. But we would give you a, um, uh, you know, uh, levels to, to, to attempt. I wouldn't put you in a power class for the first time if you haven't done yoga in a long time. And even when you do get to the point where you're, you know, you're advanced or you're intermediate, I would still suggest that you go back to the classes like deep stretch to relax because it's not about um, getting into the poses physically. So we like to say yoga is not a work out, it's a work in. Everything that you do on your mat, you actually experience in the world. So if you're on your mat and you get frustrated, when you, ch- when you get challenged, well, that's the way you typically respond in the world. So it helps you. I call it the magic carpet. It helps you work on yourself. So the thing is, is that so when... Dealing with your customers, is there a target audience that you target, or how do you niche that down? Everybody's welcome. Nope, no. For me, I'm complete diversity in Mm -hmm. its making. I look at the the room and I just embrace all the different colors in the room, and it's something that my heart desires. A child, I grew up in New York, and I'm used to having. Thank you. I'm used to. I'm not used to people being um, separated. Mm -hmm. Um, The way I grew up is everybody was together and. It's not, um, it's not at all targeted for any size, color, male, female. It's for everyone. I have a young lady who's 13 years old who's doing my training right now for um, like yoga principles training. And she actually... So you teach people how to do yoga? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And do you Trainings. give them a certification? Yes, I do. What's your website so anybody <laughs> that's listening want to get a certification Ab- in um, absolutely. yoga? Absolutely. They can do a yoga principles or they can do a full 200-hour certification. And it's www.stellar-poweryoga.com. Okay, you guys hear that. <laughs> and she said it. And I mean, if you want to get your certification, and I mean, that can help out at home in some relationships, you know, give that massage and that yoga stretching your partner you know, who it may be, or even just finding a friend. I mean, hey, but I got to come to one of your yoga classes. So when you started, is it a very lucrative business? Not asking you no numbers, do you see it's property? Yeah, no, no, that's okay. Um, Actually, um, when I first saw it, it looked like it would be a lucrative business, but that's not the reason why I got into it. Passion. Um, Yeah, and and I feel like that, um, I've always felt that I love doing it, I, I finally found a platform where I can really inject my spirit into people and teach other people how to do that as well so that we can always all live better lives, more fulfilling, more confident, and high self-esteem lives. Um, so it was more like the money will come. 
The money will come, but I'm going to keep pushing forward to doing what my true nature is. My true goal is is to um, fight depression, help people fight depression and feel insecure or unworthy. So um, you make them feel beautiful. Absolutely. All inside and out? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So thank God I'm cute on the outside, so I'm coming by you to feel beautiful <laughs> yes, on the inside. Cute. Thank you. <laughs> you know what they used to tell me when I was young? You're cute in the face and thin in the waist. <laughs> So with that, with this business, do you have how many employees do you have working for you? Right now there is there is ten of us. Wow. Yeah. So prior to COVID there was fifteen. And then of course we drilled down to about four. And then now we're back up to ten and I'm still hiring and we're doing teacher training. And now that people That's are coming amazing. back. Yeah. People are coming yes. back because of COVID. So now the, the you know the classes are more full and they feel more comfortable coming back since you know all the stuff with COVID. But you know the thing about this is that what I like about your stories you're telling me is that you created more opportunities and more streams of revenue. You just didn't stick to one thing. You created more streams of revenue to generate, and like that's the twenty five percent, twenty five from coaching, twenty five from the high yoga, you know, twenty five from whatever. It all fall, it all adds up to a dollar. So that's a good thing. Yes, that you are. It's gonna be generating revenue from all avenues. Yes, and mm -hmm. I mean, I love that. You know, I'm always about a multi dollar for a coin. Mm -hmm. You know, but I, I mean, now that I've learned that I've gotten older, I don't just do business for money. I do business for passion. I do, and the money will come. Yes. Um, again, I don't make any money off of this podcast. I tell people that every week. I have to spend money out my pocket. I don't have sponsors. I mean, hopefully one day I do get some because that'll be fun. That'll be cute. That'll be. But I mean, I'm not there yet. I'm at the stage where I'm enjoying talking to my people, sure. meeting new people, building a platform to where as though people can see the different type of businesses and you can be yeah. successful. No, every business won't get you a Mercedes Benz or every business won't get you that Bentley that you want, but it will get you that peace of mind Absolutely. and having something of your own. I wish I had this. Well, I mean, they did have podcasts in my younger days, but mm -hmm. I didn't pay attention to them. Sure. And I'm glad to have this. So when you started your business, what when you did and you started doing teaching and stuff like that. So when you started your business, was it hard? How did you hone in on violence? Um, well, I lived in the area. So, oh, yeah. you've been with coins. Yeah, no, no. I was in corporate. I was in corporate. I just happened to like the area, and I just kept coming back I and coming back area. into the area until like I found a place that I could afford. You know, and that's what happens, you know. Patience. You, yes, you just you just keep coming back. Y'all hear that, right? Yeah, and I found a little spot right behind the... the Patience the, is know. a virtue. Yes, you f I found a little spot right behind the, the quick trip, and I'm like, you know what, I'm good. We, I can hang out oh, back I here. Oh, I love the quick trip. Yes, yeah, so, you, so you just got to, it, it's, you know, it's like a, it's continuing to walk, even though you don't know where your purpose is, is going to land, but you continue to walk. I just kept getting coming back to the area until I found something. Um, I was in corporate at the time, taking care of my mom. Uh -huh. And um, with she was with living with me, and um, once I I was in corporate for twenty years, and I was it was time to kind of make a shift, and I knew that the time was coming up for me to kind of just take take the money, take the retirement money, and and move on. And I said, you know what, if I'm going to open a like business, thank you, thank you. So if I'm going to um, have a business, I want it to be close by. Because I had my mom, so I had to make it convenient For to you. get back and forth. And that's the thing about it, guys. And as, as she was explaining that it takes time. You have to think things through and you have to make through the process. And you can't just open a business on a corner because it's a corner. 
you have to scale things through to, you know, look at it and be like, okay, hey, I want to go in this neighborhood. I don't want to just go anywhere and open a business because that doesn't mean that you're going to have instant success. That's exactly so, right. So, and people, you have to look into that. And so that brought you success because you're still yeah. around because yeah. the first five years is hard. Yeah, it really is. Um, I, there was another spot that I had looked at that was cheaper. And it was at Howell Mill Road, a little bit off of 75. I like that and area. It's a nice area, up-and-coming area at the time. It was, like, literally half cheaper. But the convenience was you have to kind of weigh out what's more important to you. It took me. It takes me 10 minutes to get to my studio. Leaving from my apartment to my studio, and it would take me 15, 20 minutes to get on the road. That was a big difference for convenience for me. Some people, you if you have that, you know, space in your in your day to day, that's great. But I needed to be there just in case I couldn't. Someone had to call out for a class. My uh, objective was to get there to make sure that the class was covered and it wasn't going to be a strain on me. So I needed to be close by. So I took the one that cost more money to lease than the one down the street, you know, further down. So you kind of got to weigh your um, your lifestyle and what's most important to you. I knew managing gyms through experience that um, canceling classes is not a good look at all. So if you, so if I, if it's, if it's, but that's the reflection of your business. Me, yeah, if it's trouble for some for me to get there, so here I come, I'm stressed out getting to a class where I'm going to try to make you unstressed. <laughs> it makes no, no sense. No, it makes no sense. <laughs> and the guys, as she was saying, is you, if you caught on to this, she was like. Sometimes you can pay a little bit more for your rent that it gives you provide good quality services. So you have to, what I would say, I recommend that you provide great customer service and those are things that you should do and you should look in like, hey, I can get here where I won't delay. I won't have a struggle and the stress like, huh, I got to drive there because mm -hmm. I bought a home about 20 minutes away from here. Mm -hmm. And actually, I used to live eight minutes away from here, mm -hmm. six minutes away from here. Mm -hmm. It used to take me to get home sometimes. And I was, and I'll be driving here sometime. Like I had a situation with my dog uh, yesterday. It was raining. And I left my dog outside because they're doing constructions on a home. So I left the dog outside and I was just like, oh my gosh, it's raining. I got to run and get home and get my baby inside because it's raining. And I was like, Lord, it's taking me forever yes. and ever to get home. Yes. And I was just like, I wish I did live close. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the mm -hmm. things that does help. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's good. So tell me, is there much competition over there where you're at? And were you afraid about it? Because um, it's not something you invented differently. So I, I learned um, very uh, well, not initially, but I didn't go in. It didn't matter who was around. Mm -hmm. um, um, and competition wasn't something that I kept my focus on. You have to be mindful as a business entrepreneur. Please say that. Yeah. You, Please yeah. say that again. Competition, you do not want to focus on competition because it throws you off of your you know Dang. your target you know you have to it, it's a distraction and you can't let distractions get to you um and if you start thinking about other things being competition then you're then it's a just it's going to distract you but the main thing is i learned real quick nobody can be you so they can do the same exact thing you do and they can even verbatim spit out the same verbiage that you that you that you just said, and they still cannot do it like you. People ask me all the time, and I said this on last week's episodes. They ask me, "I'm trying to be like you," and I took and tell them all the time. It takes years of practice. <laughs> yeah, it, it. What you're you're every. We all have our own unique energy, and the beauty of how our higher power has created us, like just like we're in this room now. 
our relationship could never be du- duplicated at all because we're so unique and it won't and, and nobody can't dare try it right so and what we put out can nobody do it like you because it cannot be duplicated i tell people there's a reason why we all have different fingerprints mm. even identical twins because we can't we, nobody can leave a mark like us so speak, mm. speak. but i always wanted a twin you always wanted the twin, and then I started. <laughs> then you have I cute always guy around. Huh? Oh, I don't think there couldn't be no cuting. <laughs> I am very handsome, you know. I must say, I toot my own horn. But I did want to share something. It's a, a Steve Jobs quote that's really, yeah, really you know important. what? And you know, I know every week I ask for the favorite quote, but you know, we're gonna do drum roll because she is on it and she is ready to go. And no, I didn't tell in advance. Give me that Steve Jobs quote. Well, it it is. I would rather be. Um, instead, instead of being the richest man in the grave, I would rather be the the happiest man when I go to bed at night, knowing that I helped someone. And it reminds me of an old saying: If I can help someone along the way, then my journey wasn't in vain. Yes, yes. and I love that. Yes, and that's one of my favorite quotes. And people have to understand that it's not always about money, because the thing is, I look at it when you have money. You can only buy, you're going to buy a house. And when you have extra money, you're going to buy another house. You got to furnish that house, you furnish it. So when you have money, mm-hmm. you're buying duplicate of the same things. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's all people are doing. And buying a duplicate of the same thing and traveling to go to different functions and the money. It's not like when you have this money, you can do so much more. Exactly. You right. can, but it's like you're still buying another house. Do you buy a watch? Just a more expensive watch. Mm-hmm. You're buying a car, just more expensive cars. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is you got 10 cars in your driveway now. Yep. And it's like, I don't ever want to be that person if I was a millionaire. Yep. I want my one house. Well, I would like a house on the West Coast. <laughs> I, would say, I would like a house on the West Coast. That is a goal of mine. Um, because I like visiting there. Yeah. And I like visiting New York. So those are two places I would like to buy a home. But the thing is, is that, you know, when you talk about wealth and riches, people don't understand the definition of wealth and riches. And you sometimes you're wealth and rich within. And what's holding you in your, you know, misfortune is yourself. Because your mind is so framed to focus on chasing, getting the money versus focusing on being happy and enjoying what you do. And then the success will come. I told this to my friend today. He was telling me that, you know, one of his, his girl, well, not one of his girl, his lady was, I don't want to say that where they sound like, oh, you're saying I have more than one woman. No, that's not <laughs> what I was saying. So he was telling me that his lady was stating that she wanted to be famous. Mm-hmm. And I told him, tell her when she becomes successful, what she do, she, the fame will come automatically. And you can't be success, you can't be famous if you're not being successful. Yeah. You have to complete and get successful as a task mm-hmm. in order to grow. So what are some tips you want to give some people that well, want to be in your field? Yeah. Well, for in the yoga industry, I mean, with any as any entrepreneur, because I get a lot of people ask me questions and they, you know, when as you, I'm sure you know, when people see what you do, you make it look easy in their eyes and they think that they can duplicate Extremely. it very easily. Yeah. They always tell me that. Yeah. You make it look so easy. So what are some yeah. things that some tips you would like to give? For, for me, I think um, just stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Learn your place on your spot. Yeah, like stay in your lane. Um, Learn you know, your place on your spot. When you, um, when you do um, see yourself in a, in a situation where you're blessed, um, sit in your blessing. Because when you sit in your blessing, what happens is it's easier for you to sit while you watch someone else sit in their blessings. 
I like that. And you know what? This used to be the storage room. Mm-hmm. When I bought it, when I got this location, it was very easy for me to get. And I didn't understand it. Um, when I was just up, I was tired. I was ready to move. Mm-hmm. And I got this location, and I got this room in the room where the podcast is. I was like, oh, this is going to be the storage room. And I piled stuff in it for a year. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking at a place to go rent to do the podcast, and it hit me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel God orders your footsteps. And I went to the back, and I was like, I can set the back room up as a podcast room. Mm-hmm. And as I'm sitting here, and I was like, while I'm talking to you, I even dose to think of how blessed I am. And it's like, while I'm really sitting back here doing my podcast, as you're talking mm-hmm. to the things to get to be not be stressed. Mm-hmm. And I was looking like, at my old location, I couldn't do that. Yeah. And that's why God removed me to this, because he saw this in the future when I didn't see it. And that's a good sure. thing. Yeah. And that's when really your business and your business grows and stuff of that nature. And yeah. people really. So was it a lot to start your business? I had to just go on my tangent um, about me. So y'all well, got to come know, back. Well, you know, I think because coming out of corporate America, when a lot physically, you mean, or, or financially? Financially. Or oh, well, I, I kind of had a plan. Maybe, you know, 20 grand. I put it together. Listen, guys. You know. Gals. My peeps. My family. Her business, 20K, yeah. not much. Nowadays, back in the days, there used to be a lot, but nowadays, it's yeah, not, a lot. not a lot. And you can have your own business and have it getting started and generating your own revenue. Yeah. So you guys got to look at it. And the thing about it is, is that I tell you every week, just start. Yeah. And, and you, have, you have to be creative. Like, I didn't have the whole 20 grand, so, but you have to be creative. So basically, you have to put your thinking hat on. So you create a, a relationship capital where whatever it is that you're selling or whatever service you're providing, you make sure that you give it to people, you show it to people. Sometimes, you know, you can actually uh, donate your service so just so that you can build the relationship capital of what you're actually doing. So when I opened the studio, I already had two things going for me. So I had $10,000, which was fine to get the lease going, everything else. But our, I had the other 10000 came from pre-memberships people that I had already done yoga for, I said, hey, the, stu- the, the, the door is not open, but I can give you a six-month membership, and you pay six months, and it'll be a year. You pay three months, you'll get six months. You know? And some people that really like, you know, gave me $1,000 checks, I felt like, I felt like a, a, a criminal or something because I was going to people's backyards getting checks no, from that, them. No, and, you, no, you, you wasn't. Know, but you did what you had yes, to do. And what happened? And let me tell you how well it worked out. Not only did I have all these people, you know, vouching for me and giving me these checks. They gave you belief. <laughs> and they, they believed in me, but they were also, guess what? Bodies in the room when I opened the door. Automatically. So because they have pre-memberships. So automatically you have, so now when you see people in the room, people say, okay, so now it's a legitimate business because people are actually here. So it was two for the price of one. And people don't understand that. And it's like when you start, but that goes to your 25%. Mm-hmm. You did what you had to do to get mm-hmm. those doors open. And the thing about this is, though, folks, mm-hmm. she did it a smart way. She just started, and she got there. She was like, she believed that she was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And you got to be creative, and you can't have greed when you're in business. She wasn't looking for the 400% profit. She was looking for 25% profit so she can help mm-hmm. achieve the goal to where she can be in a position to get the 100% profit. Mm-hmm. So you guys got to understand that, and that's one something I want to talk to yes. people. And when I talk to them, you know, because people get what they want to understand like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't afford it, I can't do it. But yeah. you made it. Well, it wasn't dependent on credit. I had this, I done this, I built this, and now I can yeah. move on to the next situation. Yeah. And you remind me of what I always tell my team, don't tell me the fax machine broke. Mm-hmm. 
Come back and tell me that it's faxed with the confirmation because I'm still going to look at you and say, did you fax it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm dead serious. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I like that, and that's very, like, mm-hmm. wow. It's like that was yeah. very creative of you, yeah. and you did that. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Way Thank to you. go. Thank and you. very proud of you, and I'm very happy. And I will come give me some sessions because I'm in my neck, yes, my please. back, <laughs> my neck, my back. Yes. So, yes, I mean, but hot yoga, do not, I know y'all won't judge me when I get there, and I can't no. get in certain no, positions. We have a no judgment uh, policy. Oh, what time do y'all start in the morning? Oh, we start. We have six six o'clock classes in the morning, 10 30, 12 noon, 4 35 p.m., 6 p.m., 8 p.m., and on oh. Saturday and Sundays. But but what I did want to share, I think is really important um, for your mm. listeners, is that getting the having the, the 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 desire and the push to get the business starting. If you have that, your entrepreneur mindset, you got it. But that's not really the key to sustain. The key to sustain is all the moving parts that you did not expect. You have to battle through those two. Say that again. Because oh. didn't I just tell you all this last week? <laughs> I had to battle through the rough, tough day that I had. And I just said these exact same words that I had to battle through it. I'm fighting through it. I am trying to get through it. And people yeah. don't understand it. Yeah. You have to fight. There's a lot of moving parts. And people think just because you offer product and or uh, a the service... service. That that's all you have to do. No, that has to. That's only a smidget. If even five percent of you have to make sure the legal is on point. You got to make sure the liability waivers are on point. You got to make sure there's so many whatever industry you're in. You know, um, I suggest work in that industry first. Mm-hmm. You know, check out that industry or if you're in corporate America, because corporate America helped me because I was in operations to understand mm. all the moving parts. There's a lot of moving parts and that's what deters people from continuing in their business and they wind up giving up and calling it failure. I don't think it's failure. It's just that you're not prepared and know that be expecting that there's a lot of other moving parts that you need to be aware of. You got to do your taxes. You get, if you have people that you hire, you got to do 1099s. You have to, um, if you, if you look around your circle, in your circle of friends or family, that you probably have you probably have somebody who does legal, <laughs> you probably have somebody who does taxes. You probably so you have to look around and see where can you pull resources um, from. Like the teachers that I hired, one of them was an attorney. When I needed a letter written, I was like, hey, you know, she she, she was the one who, who wrote it. So use the resources that you have. They don't have to know all your business about the business, but you just say, hey, you know, I can, if you want to. In other words, she's telling you guys to network. Yes. And get it together and network with your options. I mean, it is just such amazing. And I mean, it's so much information I'm learning. Of course, I'm ready to like eager. So do your six o'clock in the morning classes be full? It's like 10 anywhere. It's an average from like 10 to 12. We only allow right now we're doing 20, 25 people in the room. But the 6 a.m. classes at um, Tuesday and Thursdays is an average about 10. Is it hot, hot, hot in there? No. So that's the, now there's a yoga that's that called Bikram. That's that's really hot. It's over 100 degrees. We are only 85 to 95. So we are considered a heated studio. Okay, good. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to do nothing over 100 degrees. I no. cannot. Yeah, you it. can't. That's, like, that's worse than a sauna. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. It, you can't really. You know, you can't, it's not, to me, it's not safe. And it's not enjoyable. Mm-mm. It's like you're eating your food when it's real hot. And you, be, <laughs> and you got, you can't even eat your food and you just be like, it's true. like blowing your food. And you're hungry at the same, same time. time and it's like, <laughs> this defeats the purpose. So 
That's so true. I mean, you needed the right temperature, and I think 85 <laughs> degrees is fine. So, That's y'all, so y'all, no, I'm going to just go get my little sweats, my little tights, and I'm going to get my little blanket. No, it's a mat. <laughs> I'm going to get my little mat blanket and just go to, like, Charlie Brown and just lay down. Well, I'm going to look for you. Yes, you should. You should. I mean, it was amazing having you to come. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to leave and tell to the followers and listeners? No, just, um, you know, if you if you want to get into business on your own, whatever industry it is, just be sure that you look at the holistic um, uh, task that you will need to do and don't be intimidated by them because you don't have to do them all at 100%. You can just have a little piece on a project plan that, you know, like on a spreadsheet, a piece of paper that, okay, I got to have this done, this done, but don't let it deter you. Just allow time to get all of it done and it'll come together and stay strong. Don't give up. Thank you. That was very informative. Don't forget, guys, click like, click share. Also, don't forget to do the follow to get the $100 gift cards that we announced, and it's not $50 anymore. And, you know, click like, click share, and, you know, follow the social media page and platforms, and we're giving out gift cards. But I want to thank you guys for hanging in. I want to thank you for coming. Can you tell them again where they can find you? Yeah, again, my name is Miriam Frost. I'm the owner of Stellar Power Yoga. We're located in Vinings, Georgia. And we are on Instagram at Stellar, S-T-E-L-L-A-R, Power Yoga. Um, And, yeah, just come visit us. We're on Paces Ferry and Cobb Parkway, not too far from the Brave Stadium. Oh, and don't forget, we are by the Brave Stadium, so we're going to get the groove. Click, like, click, share, telephone, and follow. And, guys, let's get started. Stop making it so hard. You're going to work through the kinks. You're going to get there, you know. It may not be a smooth, smooth start, but it can be an awesome and amazing finish, and it can be so rewarding. Mm-hmm. So go after it. Do it. Jump off the porch and have faith. And at the end of the day, if it don't work out, you can always jump again. Bye. Mm-hmm.